Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Deuteronomy 13. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would truly understand how great it is to know you, to be close to you, and that we would never want anything to get between us. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Deuteronomy 13. If a prophet stands up in your midst or a dreamer of dreams, and he gives to you a sign or wonder, and the sign or the wonder comes about that he spoke to you, saying, Let us go after other gods, those whom you have not known, and let us serve them. You must not listen to the words of that prophet or to that dreamer, for Yahweh your God is testing you to know whether you love Yahweh your God with all of your heart and with all of your inner self. You shall go after Yahweh your God, and him you shall revere, and his commandment you shall keep, and to his voice you shall listen, and him you shall serve, and to him you shall hold fast. But that prophet or that dreamer of that dream shall be executed, for he spoke falsely about Yahweh your God, the one bringing you out from the land of Egypt, and the one redeeming you from the house of slavery in order to seduce you from the way that Yahweh your God commanded you to go in it. So in this way you shall purge the evil from your midst. If your brother, the son of your mother, or your son, or your daughter, or your wife, whom you embrace, or your intimate friend in secrecy says, Let us go and let us serve other gods, gods that you and your ancestors have not known, from among the gods of the people who are around you, those near you or those far from you, from one end of the earth and up to the other end of the earth, you must not give in to him, and you shall not listen to him, and your eye shall not take pity on him, and you shall not have compassion, and you shall not cover up for him, but you shall certainly kill him. Your hand shall be first against him to kill him, and next the hand of all of the people, and you shall stone him with stones and let him die, for he tried to seduce you from Yahweh your God, the one bringing you from the land of Egypt, from the house of slavery. And all of Israel shall hear, and they shall fear, and they shall not continue to act according to this evil thing in your midst. If you hear in one of your towns, which Yahweh your God is giving to you to live in, someone saying that worthless men have gone out from your midst and have seduced the inhabitants of their town, saying, Let us go and serve other gods whom you have not known, then you shall inquire, and examine, and interrogate thoroughly, and look, it is true, the thing has actually been done, this detestable thing in your midst, then you shall certainly strike down the inhabitants of that town with the edge of the sword, you shall destroy it and everything in it, its domestic animals with the edge of the sword, and then you shall gather all of its booty into the middle of its public square, and you shall burn the town and all of its war booty totally for Yahweh your God, and it shall be a pile of rubble forever. It shall not be built again. And let not something cling to your hand from the things devoted to destruction, so that Yahweh may turn back from his burning anger, and he may show compassion to you, and he may continue to show compassion, and so multiply you, just as he swore to your ancestors." if you listen to the voice of Yahweh your God, to keep all of his commandments that I am commanding to you today, so as to do the right thing in the eyes of Yahweh your God. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. 
after a long introduction stating why they needed to keep God's law, Moses is now discussing the law itself. And the command he is discussing is the command to not have any gods before Yahweh. In the last chapter, he told them they had to be sure to destroy all of the worship sites of the Canaanites when they go into the land. Now he gives them commands about what to do if someone in Israel tries to get people to worship other gods. It starts with a false prophet. Even if that prophet announces a sign, and it takes place, if what they are trying to get the people to do is worship another god, they must not follow that false prophet. Moses says that the sign coming true is just Yahweh testing them to see if they really love him with their whole heart. They need to execute that false prophet who tries to get them to worship other gods. Then Moses talks about what to do if someone they really care about tries to get them to worship other gods. They must not go along with them. In fact, they have to tell the community, and then they have to be the first to throw the stones to kill them. Because Yahweh must be more important than their closest friend. Then Moses discusses what to do if an entire town in Israel has gone after other gods. They have to investigate carefully. Then, if they find out that it is true, they must fight against that town and completely destroy it. They must not keep any of the goods from the town, but leave them there, under the rubble. Because Yahweh must be more important to them than a town or the goods of that town. Moses says Yahweh will have anger against the whole nation if one city is going after other gods, so they must get rid of the evil for God to show compassion to them again. And now for a deeper dive. The command to have no other gods before Yahweh seemed like such a simple and easy command. But when Moses gets into explaining how that will really work out, that could be very hard. To kill your best friend because they were trying to take you away from Yahweh? Well, fortunately, God doesn't command that of his people in the New Testament, right? Right? Well... We certainly are not called to kill anyone, but it still could be quite hard. Jesus said in Luke chapter 14, verse 26, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters and furthermore even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Wait, I thought Jesus wanted us to love people, even our enemies. True, but not by putting them above Jesus. And what is truly loving more than telling them that Jesus is more important than they are? That will feel like hate to them if they don't understand Jesus themselves. So, no, we don't kill anyone who tries to take us away from Jesus, but they may feel like we hate them because we will have chosen Jesus above them. That can be very hard. And that is one more reason not to marry a non-Christian if you are a Christian. If you were married before you became a Christian, Jesus doesn't tell you to get a divorce. Staying married and yet putting Jesus first may actually be harder. But the hardest thing Jesus said in that verse is to put Jesus above our own life. That we would rather die than turn away from Jesus. And if we're willing to die for Jesus, then wouldn't we be willing to give up a bad friendship? To get rid of a bad and addicting habit? To lose out on a job or promotion that would lead us away from spending time with Christians? But with all this, we shouldn't feel like 
this is too hard. Instead, we should feel that the honor of getting closer to the most powerful being in the universe is so much greater than anything else that we could possibly put in his place. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.